Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Jim and I are talking a little past 12.30 in the afternoon, so we're not going to talk about today's Twins game. But I do want to reference last night's a little bit, Jim. Uh, certainly Joey Gallo is um, feeling frustrated. He's been struggling. He's striking out a lot. So he kind of blew a gasket last night. Rocco tried to protect him. They both wound up uh, getting ejected. Was there more than one reason for Rocco going out there and kind of losing his top? Was he trying to fire the guys up at the same time as protecting Gallo? Yes, 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 yes. That's okay. exactly right. Gallo, listen, that pitch was a strike. Gallo yep. was just very frustrated because yep. he's swinging to that horribly right now. He's striking about, out about 60% of the time. Uh, he's been terrible lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his frustration was simply that he's struggling. I think Rocco, uh, it's, let's face it, this has been an emotional homestand. They yeah. come home, they win a couple against the Brewers, looks like they've figured things out. Then they lose three out of four to a terrible Tigers team. Then they lose the first two games to the Red Sox. Uh, motions are high here. You know, um, uh, Lopez goes on the mental health list. Taylor gets hit in the head. Uh, Rocco has an argument with Sonny Gray in the dugout. It has been an emotional homestand. And, uh, I had a couple of conversations with people. I'm at the ballpark right now. I had a couple of conversations with people in the clubhouse today where they basically said uh, Rocco wanted to get thrown out. He needed to get thrown out. He needed to kind of, you know, he wanted his team to feel more defiant than defeated. And they come back and they win, win in extra innings. And, uh, you know, right now as we talk here, they're up 2 nothing. Buxton and, uh, Buxton and, uh, and Correa have both, already homered who knows how this game's going to end but it it, it felt felt like a you know listen way too often we talk about games being big games and they're really not this does feel like at least emotionally feel like a big moment in the season right now yeah end of a big 10 game homestand where they kind of looked at it and and saw oh milwaukee we can hang with them we should do well against detroit that's where things kind of went south if they could at least split with boston uh they'd wind up with what a, a 500 uh uh homestand uh, at least, and that's that's better than losing one. So that last game of the homestand, you know, meaning a lot. Yeah, and, and again, mathematically, we might we might look back at this in September and say, okay, those games really weren't that important. Yeah. You know, either because they win the division by ten games or because they lose the division by five games. Uh, but in, it, usually, I don't go down this road. But I think with this team at this moment, hmm. there's been enough frustration. There have been enough failures. Uh, there's been enough emotion in the dugout in the clubhouse that even they would admit that this feels like a big moment. Is Gallo getting close to becoming a bit of an albatross around the neck of the team here? Well, he can't do what he's doing now. I mean, yeah. overall, overall, he's been worthwhile. Uh, he is one of the higher OPSs. Even now, even after the big slump, he's one of the higher OPSs on the team. Uh, he is their best right fielder. He's their best left fielder. He's the best first baseman. Uh, he's a good guy. But you can't strike out at this rate for long and stay in the lineup. You just can't. He's got to. He's got to fix that. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing where the Twins signed Dallas Keuchel uh, to a minor yep. league contract. They lost to him a number of times when he was pitching for the White Sox. Just organizational depth, or will he see himself in Minneapolis at some point? It's a lottery ticket. Mm. Um, he, we, you know, he knows how to pitch. You know, he has the mental toughness. Can he get his stuff up to a point where he can get major league hitters out again? It's just a, a low risk, you know, what the heck shot. Mm-hmm. And you never know when you need another starting pitcher. You never know if he could find something and at least give you a good month. So it's just, you know, it, it's more of, it's really a why not move more than anything else. Uh, 
Timberwolves in the draft tonight. Uh, it's not that interesting because they don't pick until 53rd, and unless they'd make some kind of a trade, but I, I don't know. You know, you might know better. I don't know. What, what assets do they have that could garner them a first-round pick? Well, I mean, I don't want to make either of these sound like they're likelihoods, but okay. they are possibilities. Okay. One is you could trade Torian Prince uh, and a couple second-round draft picks and maybe move up into the bottom of the first round, something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just an example of the kind of deal they could do if they want to get into the first round. Uh, and, they're, you know, Tim Connolly's a scout at heart. There's probably somebody he loves at the end of the first round that he would like to find a way to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can find your backup point guard at, you know, middle, late first round. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other, and this is more fun rumors to kick around. Sure. I don't want anybody to take this too seriously. But, you know, what if, uh, what if Portland did want to, Portland has talked about trading the third pick in the draft. Yeah. Uh, what if, you know, what if the Wolves really do want to get rid of Carl Anthony Towns and they would trade him for the third pick in the draft? I don't think that's what they're thinking. I don't think it's going to happen. But let's also admit we don't know what Tim Connolly's thinking. Right. You know? And there, there, there has been a lot of speculation. I've been kind of thinking it's more, you know, kind of clickbait than anything because more of the reputable uh, writers I've I've read, you know, more locally, saying, "Oh, there's not much on that uh, front." And then you compare what they gave up to to get Gobert to a single first pick i know it's a high one uh for carl anthony Towns. it doesn't seem quite equitable no and and i don't think it's going to happen uh i think it's more just a, a rumor started by people yeah. who do want to just get a few clicks i don't think there's anything there um it's just it's the germ of a deal you know if if the wolves really were looking to move on from towns i don't think they are right now next year might be a different story and if the blazers really wanted towns then maybe that's the basis of a deal where the Wolves would also get other assets. Again, I, I don't see it, but you know it's just something worth worth monitoring early in this draft. I can't wait to see Victor Wembanyama play in the NBA. I mean, just watching the highlights of his professional leagues, he's been playing in. Uh, you know, the defensive abilities, uh, the shooting from three point range, the ball handling at seven foot five. He's going to be fun to watch. I can't wait to see him play against Jokic. I think that <laughs> right. will be fascinating. Uh, Jokic is the best player in the world right now. Lemigiana is should be on his way to becoming the best player in the world. How fast does he get there? How does he deal with a really smart player like Jokic? It's going to be fascinating. And to, see, and to see him in the Western Conference is going to be just a blast. Yeah. And by the way, Jokic, a second-round pick, 41st overall. So yep. you can find good players. Uh, you know, uh, who else was uh, – uh, who was the one of the big three for San Antonio, uh, was a second-round pick Parker. as well. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they abound. Uh, Draymond Green was a second-round pick. Look at all the undrafted players that Miami had. Uh, so, you know, it, it's certainly possible they could find somebody. It's just the odds are a lot smaller at that 53rd pick. That's exactly right. Uh, you can find value. Zach Levine was the second-round pick. Yep. You can you can find value. You can find players. It's just a, they're longer shots. That's all there is to it. Yeah, uh, the uh, uh, Vikings are uh, getting set for training camp uh, next month. I still don't see Delvin Cook signed. Is that because he's taking his time, or is there not a big market for him? I think a little bit of both. Okay, um, and I think and there have been some rumors that sound that sound logical that he might even want to wait into training camp and see if anybody gets hurt uh-huh. see if a team really has a desperate need instead of right now the market kind of, you know, there just isn't a huge demand. I mean, same reasons the Vikings were willing to get rid of him, for the same reasons he's not going to have a ton of teams going after him for any large amount of money. There are plenty, 
every team in the NFL would like to have Alvin Cook. Very few want to pay him a lot of money. And, you know, Miami rumor still makes a lot of sense, but obviously they haven't gotten anything done yet. So I think, you know, what's the old line? Deadline spur actions. There's just no deadline right now. Yeah. Until, there's a, until, until one side or the other feels some tension, uh, some time-related tension, who knows if it gets done. I saw Wyndham Clark, you know, he's been giving interviews, of course, as the U.S. Open champ. He said he was kind of ticked off that about some of the comments that Justin Thomas made, who, when they asked him after he had, I think, missed the cut this weekend, that he expected, you know, one or the other guys, uh, Ricky or Rory, uh, to win it, and the fans are on his side. He used that as useful motivation. But that's a guy, who, you know, we could be talking a lot differently here in about two years. Yes, and, you know, listen, athletes, if you spend enough time around athletes, they're always looking for a negative to motivate themselves. Yeah. And honestly, you hear it often enough, and it just it just gets old. <laughs> it's the same thing. All of a sudden, you know, nobody respected me. Oh, actually, 95% of people respected you. Yes. Nobody gave me a chance. Well, actually, I could show you on the Internet. 8,000 people gave you a chance. <laughs> it, it's, it's invented motivation. And it can work. It doesn't make it any more endearing. Uh, Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.